Ding, ding, ding. What's up, little podlings? How's it going? <laughs> Gamer girls and boys, welcome back to the pod, the plot thinnings. Here's your uh, wonderful, whiz- wise, wistful host, Zach. And I am Zuck. Yeah. <laughs> With two Qs. Um, <laughs> and um, today we're going to be talking about the movie... Uh, cultural classic or cult? Cl- I don't even know. It's Both. Just, it, Both. Yeah, it's a movie that some everybody knows about, even if you've never seen it. Back to the Future. Back to the Future. We're gonna get a lot of hate for how little we remember about this movie. <laughs> but we remember the cool stuff, like the really nice shoes. Oh wait, no, no, no. That was in Back to the Future too. I feel like all the things I remember are from the sequels, like the hoverboard. Wasn't that? Wait, that was the sequel. Oh, that it's was. Not. It's <laughs> fine. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it. Out. See if you just talk it out with your homie. We can figure it out. We got this. Okay. So. <clears throat> first, I'm going to break the... down the summary. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So, main plot summary. We got a scientist, and we got a, a boy. How does... Oh, wait, wait. So, <laughs> so, the beginning of the movie starts with the boy just being average or something like that. And he... Okay, I remember this. Because after I watched the movie as a child, I thought, well, that was kind of rude. But... He has like an overweight mom who's yeah. also an alcoholic and <laughs> and I think a jobless dad or something and she, like the mom is like supposed to be a joke character, you know, cuz you know the 80s and and tubby people you know how they be. And so um um he doesn't like his life and then and then his grand is it his granddad the doc? I don't I don't know if they're related but I honestly don't know their connection. <laughs> They get together because... Yeah, in a parking lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that's skipping a lot, but yeah, I think... <laughs> I'm pretty sure they do it like near the beginning or something like that. All right. right. Oh, so, so science boy, science man, science grandpa, um, has found a way to go back in time using yeah. a, a DeLorean. DeLorean. Yeah. Everybody remembers that. And then they got to get that that special triangle-looking The plutonium, fuel cell. uranium, yeah, yep, yep. neptunium. Yep. And then I feel like we're going a little bit too much in for like a two-sentence summary. Anyways, they, oh, go, yeah, back yeah. they time, go back in time. They go back in time. Because they want to... Just cause. Just cause. But then... And then he, he, they need to... Um, he, they, they mess stuff up by going yeah, back in time. Yeah, they mess up, and they mess up the mom and dad's relationship, so then... The boy is like, oh, snap, I'm not going to exist anymore. Correct. And then hijinks ensue. Yes, yes. And that's the... And they got to fix that. And then they somehow up. made it back to the future. Ooh. Oh, well, <laughs> well, yeah. And, uh, yeah, then, then, then uh, that's that's pretty much the whole movie. Um, so, I think I actually remember some characters from this one. I uh, remember At th- least two. Three. I, re- I remember two. So, <laughs> so, we definitely have your boy... Marty McFly. Yeah. Uh, which Main is, character, Michael J. Fox. Yep. And uh, Doc Brown. Alliterative name. I like, oh, Doc Brown. We're moving on. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> um, inspiring the characters, Rick and Morty. Yep. Um, and then. Um, what was the third character you remember? Crap, what was his mom's name? I think it was like Patricia or something. Uh, Patricia okay. McFly or something. Pa- Patricia's the mom's name. No, there's Biff too. Biff is the like boneheaded bully dude. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Biff. Because that's such a silly name. That's why I remember yeah. that. Biff. <laughs> Biff. <laughs> Bro, I got some Biff with you. You're moving on from. That was a that. disappointing look that you just gave. <laughs> okay. Um, so. And whatever the dad's name is, we'll just call we'll him call Arnold. Him, we'll call him Daddy. Daddy Arnold? Daddy Daddy Arnold? Daddy Arnold. There we go. All right, so we got Daddy Arnold, we got Patricia, we got Biff the Bully, alliteration. And then I swear Marty had another love interest in the movie. Oh, I'm sure he did. We'll call her Um, Guinevere. Okay, I like that. That's... I don't know how to spell that, but Yeah, it's definitely G-U-I, but you know, we roll with it. It's fine. So we got, we got, okay, so you got the whole lowdown. We got Marty McFly, Doc Brown, main characters homies the mom patricia the dad arnold biff the bully and guinevere the girl love interest well, love interest heck yes okay okay right. and then we'll just go right into it so we we already broke down the beginning where you know no i really think we skipped a lot in the beginning 
I don't remember okay. any of that beginning. So, so, so I swear I just we're gonna right we're, to we're gonna go with your theory. Doc Brown is is Granddaddy Doc Brown. Okay, Granddaddy so, Brown. He's got this crazy grandpa who lives in the basement. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> is that is that how it goes? That's actually just Rick and Morty now. What do you mean? <laughs> All right, so if they're inspired, that's probably what happened in this movie. So let's just say because I definitely remember they're in this like weird basement looking shop i remember them being there together in like one of their first scenes talking to each other doc and uh, marty mcfly um oh that's right because we we pick up okay because i think he like grabs marty and like shakes him he's like i've like discovered time trap like he's super hyped yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah because they they start the movie in the morning and then he goes to school, and then at nighttime he meets in the parking lot ah. but like the parking lot is later because first he tells him about I think first he tells him about his discovery, and he's like, "We gotta get like, we gotta get that the plutonium, you know." Yeah. I think he tells him they gotta get that good, good first. Okay. Yeah, and then because yeah, that's like the, the I think that's like the first little minor hiccup that they have to fix in the plot is they gotta get get a hold of that that good, good. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they get that, and then he tells him to meet him in the parking lot like after school or something like that. It's like it's at night, the road's wet. No, no, at eleven good. eleven p.m. It, oh yeah. I could have swore they said it the was, word eleven I, p.m. Even if it wasn't 11 p.m., the time was important. Like, yeah, I, he it was, was like... a very specific time. Um, so they meet, and and honestly, I'm not sure why they have to get to like eight. I think it's like 88 miles per hour exactly. Like, it's like a certain yeah, speed yeah. that's very specific. Um, but for some reason, they're doing it because cars wet... back then actually reached 88. Of course, <laughs> historical fallacy with the movie, but whatever. Cars couldn't reach that speed I, until yeah. like 2002. No, but okay, what? yeah, what? moving on. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, they chose to do it in like That's a, a huge fly on that window, yo. Get, okay, focus. It's all right, just all right. I mean. <laughs> they they choose to do it in like a wet parking lot for some reason where you're not gonna get like launch traction at all and you are space like limited in a mall parking lot, but yeah. that's beside the point. So it's they make moving. Stop. <laughs> it's on the outside why is it on the twelfth floor? He flew pretty high up. All right. So. <laughs> I so, don't fly. He's got that high. Yeah. Oh, my God. Then they do some bomb special effects with, like, some lasery stuff going on behind the wheels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then, the car just disappears. Yeah, with that sound effect, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I was actually the sound on the sound design team <laughs> back then. Um, so, they, back to the 1950s. Somewhere in the 50s. Whoa, 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 whoa. I go, whoa, whoa, wait. So, when was... They they went 30 years or 20 years or 25 years in the past. And then in movie two, they went in the future the same amount of time. And that was sometime in the last five years. I think it was 2017 or 2015 or something like that. So, if 2015, that means they went back to 1955. Yes. Because I think the, the movie, movie came, came out in 85, 85 right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, yo. Yo, yo, dude. This is going to be our best memory movie, episode. Movie easy. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. We got this, we got this. Um, so they go back to 1955. Um, what do they do before the main conflict? I don't remember. Because I think they just, like, mess around for a while. I, yeah, I think they're just... Don't they, like, Marty bet like, on some sports games or something like that? Um. Yeah, yeah, the doc is like, we can make money because... He's a trash human, because <laughs> he just took a 17-year-old with him back 30 years, but whatever. Um, and they do they get into some hijinks with, like, the past, and Marty's like, whoa, everything's so cool and retro, huh? And then, yeah, I have no clue what they do before he goes back to the high school. I'm, uh, uh, I'm, he doesn't go back to the high school. Doesn't he see his mom no. in the diner? He definitely, at one point in time, go, okay. He, okay, I remember the high school like prom night or homecoming or whatever scene so he at one point had to make it to the high school oh you're right how he made it to the high school that, isn't that when he sees his mom he's like damn she kind of cute no 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 because um maybe and then no, and no, then no, he's no, like that's not it no 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 he okay. never he never says that about his mom he's like oh. looks at him he's like that's my mom yo the, i didn't think they got very incestuous in this movie that'd be very Time period appropriate, actually, because the eighties were wild. They did whatever they wanted to do. Um, so, <laughs> so, he, all right. he makes it to the high school, and then uh-huh. that's that's what yeah, he's... no, it's outside of a diner parking lot, though. Like, 
They definitely meet outside of a dining bar. Maybe it was, like, after homecoming, everybody was dressed up, and they went to the diner or something. No, no, it was before, because, um... Um... Um, the mom said in the movie that, that it was love at first sight with the dad, and it's because the dad saved her from getting hit by a car. Which is a whole nother problem with relationships, but whatever. How did you whatever. remember that? That's I don't know, amazing. it just came <laughs> off. Like, so, so, and then, and then Marty saves her, and she falls in love with him, and that's how the conflict starts. And it's outside of a okay. parking lot. I don't know how the high school fits in with this at all, but it does. It's and, in there somewhere. Okay. And there's also a scene in the diner, and that's when Biff goes to bully Marty, because Marty's wearing this future clothes. You know, these oh, yeah, yeah, sick, yeah, yeah. sick 1980s vibes. Yeah, he's yeah. Got, I think he's got, like, the, the puffer sweater and, like, the, the, the trucker hat or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I remember like, the puffy jacket. Yeah, he's, he has, like, that classic, jacket. like, wasn't it, like, a classic orange puffer over, like, no, no, it was like a multicolored puffer, so it was like, it had pink and blue on it. Oh. That's, and white, maybe? Nar. Nar, dude. Um, it, it's just, because the look come is coming back. Yeah. The look is came back. And then Biff the bully, isn't there like, isn't there like a, a Biff in his time, too, essentially? Like his son or whatever, like bullies Marty? And then Yo, this is generational like, bullying? I, I think it Yo, is. Yeah. I, think, I think that that's what happens. Kind of like in Billy Madison with like the... I don't even remember the the redheads who are like always like going crazy and bullying. Anyways, um, so he comes and bullies him in the diner with his. I think he has some goons with him too, because that's just how the fifties are. Yeah, you um, always gotta have a little mini squadron. Um, two two little really twiggy kids that are like, yeah, you get him, Biff. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and so Biff is all picking on him like, we were nerds. Except but, I don't know that nerd was a God dang it. was a fifties thing, so yeah, probably called him a dweeb or something. Yo, I, yeah, I, think I had my headphones in this whole time. Probably called him a dweeb or something. I'm sure that he called him a dweeb. Um, so I think wasn't wasn't the mom in the diner and she like started to sympathize with with Marty and like came up to him afterwards and then Marty's like, oh no, you're my you're like like no, you can't be sympathizing with me. Get away from me. You're my mother and I don't want you to like me even more. Wasn't it something like that? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. Is I'm getting the indication from the the panel and um, the, from the that, panel. <laughs> yep, the panel. There we go. Yep, all there the they pictures. are. Yep. They're all nodding. Okay. Yep. Um, and so, um, and then he saves her from a car. Yes. Or is the car right before? It was before or after. Those things happened. We don't know the and order. And she falls of the in love with him, and he's like, "Okay, I need to go get my dad involved." And his dad's a nerd. Isn't, like, Doc Brown being just, like, a piece of garbage, like, not here for any of this, just gambling? Yeah, I literally don't remember him at all in I, the middle of the movie. Yeah, I like, don't. He was at the beginning, and I know he must have been at the end when yeah, they went back to the like, future. I think one of the things is, like, he had to kind of, like, find Doc Brown again to, like, help him oh, out. Wait, they, they ran out of all the uranium, neptunium, plutonium stuff, so Doc Brown, the entire movie, was trying to get some of that. And that's yeah. why he just casually disappeared for eighty percent of the yeah. runtime. So he's just got like some B-roll scenes yeah. in between what's going on with Marty. <laughs> just, just him, <laughs> him with a bow in a bush costume running, <laughs> trying to sneak into a military base. Like he's going <laughs> full Metal Gear Solid Snake, yeah. hiding in a box. He's going to rob the U.S. military of their plutonium stash. Yep, that's what he's doing the entire movie, and that's all we know that he's doing the entire movie until he gets it somehow and meets back up at the DeLorean. So so then Marty's like he spends his time um trying to does he, he try to make his dad cool? Yeah, I think he does. I think he like befriends his father and like basically wingmans him. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. into like, his mother's heart. Yeah, he's like he's like, "Yo, look, look, let me tell you. You see, you see that sweet hunty really, over there?" Exactly. You can you can get that, bro. I yo, swear. I know for a fact. Yo, Just look, trust me on this. Right hands of God. Yo. Uh-huh. Yo. Uh, go smash, boy. Go. <laughs> More depends on it than you and think. He, and he's like, yo, look, check. Uh-huh. She likes alcohol. Winky face. And that's how Wait, she becomes this... an alcoholic. Oh, that's no. It. Oh, no. No, imagine. Oh, no. He definitely uses some future stuff to tell her, him to, like, get... Her stuff that he knows she likes, like a pecan oh, pie or yeah, some yeah, type yeah, of special yeah. flower or something oh, like that. Oh, I'm sure he abuses that future oh, knowledge. That's got to be main, like a good portion of the plot. Which is also not a good thing to do for a relationship. But 
Okay, what? <laughs> I can see why the marriage is failing. Yeah. <laughs> when it was founded on lies. Lies. And, I um, mean, if you go into, like... Alright, so if we talk about, like, how time travel works and stuff like that. Like, theoretically... Are we Avengers way? The- or <laughs> Theoretically, this already happened to bring his parents together, right? Yeah. So maybe, like... He, there's a selfish cycle where he creates his own existence but creates a failing marriage every time. Oh. Whoa. <laughs> so, so, like, in a way, that's kind of that's kind of toxic. This is true. Because unless you go with the, uh, the diverging timelines that have already happened, maybe if time is a constant running through the universe, then he was always a part of it back then. He just warped. I feel like this creates a time, like a paradox, though. Because then he was, no, no, he, he had time, to have been born naturally first to have to go back, make the mistake, and bring them together. Yeah, but he just <clears throat> appeared in the old, mm-hmm. and then he was just an anomaly in the timeline. So it, it's and potential. anomalies can happen. It's potential that the first time he went back and accidentally messed it up was that he left when they happened. had a happy marriage. Like he left when they had a happy. Yeah, marriage timeline. The, time, the timeline was going. And it was like, yeah, we're gonna go with this. And then when he went back in time, it was like. Floop, we're created. We're going. With, I don't even know, man. Look, wow. I think it's all the exact same. I think it's linear, and him going back was just adding a plus c out of nowhere to the equation. You know what I'm saying the area under the curve. Yeah, <laughs> just throwing out random calc terms. Okay, okay, yeah. All right, so back on topic. Yeah. <laughs> so um, he um, there's a dance, and I think the mom invites him to the dance, and he's like, swerve. Because he's yeah, gotta you know, get the daddy in there. Well, right? I think he, I think he agrees to go, and then just tries to push the dad towards her, and he's like really awkward at the dance, until the only scene that I really remember really good. Uh, he plays Johnny B. Good by Chuck Berry live at the dance, which only makes his mom fall in love with him more. Like he's just up there, and he's just like, "Oh, check, I'm, a, I'm gonna put y'all on some game." Y'all won't like this, but y'all children won't like this. And he just starts. Yeah, he does say something like that. Yeah, and he like goes ham, and then like Chuck Berry's cousin Marvin Berry, he's like, "Hey, yo, Chuck, bro, I know what we can do to stick out." And then, and then basically, this white man goes back in time and creates something a black man did. So you know, very Black History friendly. It's very Black History Month. It's a very Black History Month movie. It's like a documentary, actually, of how all great black men were created by white men. Oh my gosh, he invents a skateboard during this movie too. He goes back and invents a skateboard. I remember that because he like gets this like these like weird like shopping milk cart wheel things and just puts like a board on top of it and starts sketching on cars through the city and everybody's like, "Whoa, what is that?" and Oh, snap. I distinctly remember that because I was watching a video about, like, I don't know, like, the history of the hoverboard, and they were talking about, like, the first movie when he just went back and invented a skate. Or maybe it was a skate. No, it was it was a movie, or it was a video with Tony Hawk, and he was talking about, like, what inspired people to become skaters. And he was like, yo, that scene with, like, Marty McFly, like, like was just so iconic with him, like, skating around. Um, that and the hoverboard scene in one of the future movies. Um were, like, what, like, instilled, like, a lot of people to just start saying, like, brought it into, like, popular culture. So um, I did not even, I couldn't remember So this is an impactful movie in multiple ways. Yep, it affects all of black history and all of, um, what is skater history even, whatever, all of skater history also. And, and Oedipus complexes. Or no, yep, the, and, it's like the inverse of Oedipus complex. And the inverse of Oedipus complex where <laughs> the mom throws herself at you and the son's just like... Whoa. <laughs> whoa, whoa, chill. <laughs> you need to love Daddy Arnold over here, Patricia. Get, exactly. Get your, get your stuff together. Okay, um, and then afterwards, the, hey. the, 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 Daddy Arnold and Patricia hit it off at the dance because Marty keeps ditching her or something like that. Yeah, nobody likes a flake. Yeah, I feel like the dad somehow saved her from like some chandelier falling or something like that. I feel like yeah. they, they no way could they have naturally gotten they, like, together. Brought it, they brought it full circle. Yeah, it wasn't they, the same. some tragedy had to have happened to get them together because, well, I mean that's just the type of movie this is. 
Absolutely. Culturally relevant relationship advice. Um, you know who we never talked about? Guinevere. What the? What the I could have. Maybe she's in the next movie. Honestly, I mean, I feel like there's not a lot of room for a love interest for Marty because you, the love. Why do you interest, like movies wouldn't throw that in anyway? The, <laughs> but it's not a main part because I think the main love interest story is Patricia and Daddy Arnold. You know. Like, I feel like that is where they get that, like... Yeah, I think... We Gwen- gotta have love. Oh, wait, Guinevere was probably just hinted at in the in the beginning of in the, the movie. In the beginning, before he goes back. And then not brought up again until the end of the movie. And then and then she's a big part of the sequel. Because she might... Doesn't she go in the future with them? I Yo, think I don't so. Know. I, think, <laughs> I think that there's another person that... I, you know what? We'll cover that in another episode, probably. <laughs> <laughs> Back to the Future I, 2. <laughs> I actually don't remember the plot of that one at I, all. There's, like, a, got, there's a hoverboard like, scene. I know there's a hoverboard. And, and there's, there's another the Biff in the future. Yep, and there's the the Nike shoes. Wait, I might be convoluting movies. Wait, there's a Biff in the future? Because the Biff in the future is definitely, definitely the one that bullies. Oh, shoot. I think that whole diner thing is from the second movie. <laughs> in <Yeah>! the future. <laughs> Uh-oh. You know what? Um, nah, it, it we're, we're in there. This, okay, so how does the movie conclude? Um, the dad thanks Marty somehow, and then... He's like, yo, you were such a good wingman, yo. Yeah, Thank and you. then... and then He's and like, then, how did you know all these things? <laughs> Don't worry about it, kid. <laughs> I read her diary. Winky face, and then runs off. <laughs> and, then, and then Doc is like, we really have to go now before we miss our time window. I feel like that would have introduced the time window. Yeah. And then, and then they run off with the plutonium and they dry, get back into the future. And then Marty, doesn't he stand up to Biff? Or is that the next movie? Yeah, he stands up to Biff in this movie, dude. Definitely. Yeah, definitely he stands up to Biff and then makes a fool of him. The Guinevere notices him and then he somehow partially fixes Patricia and Daddy Arnold's marriage because I remember they were dancing at some point in the movie, it's like slow dancing, so maybe he like put on a song that they really liked or something. I don't remember. Oh, that oh that could be. But he magically Dude, fixed our marriage with you dance. Just, you just like, I don't know how you just concoct these like very valid. <laughs> it's all the years of freestyle rapping that I did, yo. <laughs> you gotta create a plot sometimes, bro. You, like I like I believe it. Like I, whether you're right or wrong, it, it happened to me. Yeah, like, hundred percent so accurate. Um. And then, is it this movie where, like, the DeLorean just, like, flies away at the end of, like, the end screen? That might be at Back to the Future 3. There's a yep, third one. Probably. Yeah, probably. Yep, there's... Yeah, yep. it sounds like... I feel like it would have had... It's a trilogy, there. like, all good things. Exactly. Star Trek. Halo. Is is Star Trek a trilogy? I don't know, actually. No, it's definitely... There's so many Star Trek... <laughs> there's, there's more so Halos, many. too, but, like, the main Halo story No, no, but the second Halo is also... The second is also a trilogy. There's two trilogies in it. In Halo? Yeah. Because isn't the first one about Master Chief, and then doesn't Master Chief, like, go... No, the second one's also about Master Chief. Yeah, no, the first three, I think, are about Master Chief. Yeah, yeah, and then then the second trilogy is also about Master Chief. Is it really? Yeah. There's, like, some spinoffs, but all the main games are about Master Chief. It's about, like, Gears, all the main games are about Marcus Phoenix. So, basically, uh, Rule of Threes... Rule of Threes applies to Back to the Future, which is why it's such a popular franchise... Um, and why people still buy DeLoreans even though they're complete lemons. Um, <laughs> yep. Uh, and so, why people wear those extremely high-top, ugly Nike shoes. I mm-hmm. never liked them. They're cool that they uh, Velcro themselves up. They're ugly, though. Little little side note, Nike came out with, yeah, they came yeah. out with, like, Back to the Future Edition self-lacing. Apparently they're really heavy because they have batteries in them, too. Yeah, they're so, ugly. I mean, I'd wear them, but, like... <laughs> You're ugly. Okay. <laughs> so we have um, a special, a special, a special surprise for you, little Potters today. Yep. yep. Um, and and I'm gonna I'm gonna go get the surprise for you. I'll be right back. All right. What? So um, while he's going to get the special surprise, I'm going to sing y'all a song. So have you ever wanted to cut paper? Have you ever had the need to cut a paper into four, maybe 17 sections? Well, we have news for you. Today, the Plot Thinnings is sponsored by Scissors. Scissors. Ergonomic handle. One for your many fingers and one for your thumb. Scissors. A blade 
with only one sharp edge on the inside, two of them slapping together, blade on blade contact. For all of your paper separating needs. And steak separating needs, because sometimes people cut steak too. Scissors, that is the sponsor for this episode of The Plot Thinnings. Thank you for listening, and back to the episode. All right, so we're back with Did y'all our... enjoy the song? <laughs> it was a very great song. Um, so Say my best. We have, we have a live action guest today. We have an in-person guest. I would like to introduce you to the man holding the PhD of time travel and all back to the future knowledge arbiter, uh, Conky Dong here. Conky Dong, say hello. Hello. Um, so he's going to tell us how immaculately we just described the plot to you. Um, 100%. <clears throat> we're not paying him at all, so just know his answers will be truthful. And, and we definitely don't have a weapon to him now that we have the person here with us. Um, these are all candid words. Okay, so we started... Um, we got to remember what... I didn't write anything down, so we got to actually remember what we yeah, just said. Yeah, from you aren't doing a thing <laughs> of your job. Uh, okay. okay, so in the intro, we had basically... Um, okay, actually, first character's names. What is the mom and dad's name? We got Patricia and Arnold. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, those are not right. <laughs> I, I, I sort of expected it because, I mean, full disclosure, I pretty much just saw Back to the Future just, like, a little while ago, so... Um, I For probably the hundredth time of your life, because mm-hmm. of dissertations and whatnot, you have to write. I sure, got you. Sure. Yeah, I got you. So I, I struggle with that too. It's Lorraine and George. Lorraine and George. Those are some old oh. names. Of course, they're from the fifties with names yeah. like Lorraine and oh, George. I thought Patricia was it. <laughs> oh damn. Well, that was at least kind of a fifties name. Arnold. I guess Arnold is too. I mean, we we did our best. We did our yeah. best. Lorraine and George, Patricia and Daddy Arnold. Pretty close. Pretty close. Yeah. All um, right. So yeah, and we know Marty McFly and Doc Brown, and there was a bully named Biff, right? Biff, yeah, you got Biff. Yeah, hey, we're right. Okay, okay, okay. So, and was there a love interest at all for Marty in this movie besides his mom? Yeah, um, he had he has a girlfriend. It, oh, he has a girlfriend. A girlfriend. He yeah. see, he got the bag. It's her name, Guinevere. It's not Guinevere. No, it's um, I'm blanking too, but it's Jennifer. 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 We're really close with Guinevere. Jennifer. Yeah. Guinevere. Jennifer. Yeah. Guinevere. Guinevere. Yeah. Um, Okay. So we. Whatever. um, From you. Admittedly, forgot a lot of um of of the start of this. So mainly the part where we know they get up in the morning. That's when the movie starts. Mm -hmm. The mom is like a mess. The dad is a mess of a human. Marty go uh, and Marty meets up with Doc Brown, then goes to school. Right? He doesn't ever actually meet up with him up until you know. Oh, they're on the phone. So, okay, so yeah, what's the what's their relation? What is because we could not come up with their like. Is he his grandpa? Is that? I don't think there's any family relation. I think it's he just, just happens to know this. How does he know guy? the scientist? I I don't know. It's not it's, explained. It's not explained. I I haven't. <laughs> It's probably later in the trilogy, but that's that's so that's such a good way to write as a writer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so these two characters know each seem other. like they shouldn't know each other, but they did, do. Did they have Craigslist back in '85? <laughs> <laughs> Misconnections page. <laughs> I need a person to go to the future. I mean, so, to the past. With me. Saw a scientist with with crazy white hair at the Starbucks this morning. Was wondering if he was working on any time travel related things. Asking for a friend. <laughs> Um, okay, so he goes to school. Is that is is that like the first scene? So, so the very first scene is all the clocks. All the clocks. Do you recognize that at all? Not at all. So Explain. Like, it's like pretty much pans around all these clocks, and then Marty walks into the this this room. I I guess is a clock room. Yeah, it's like it's a clock room. Um, and then he actually turns on all these like switches, and he plugs his guitar into this amp. And he just rips it. Okay. Do you remember that at all? No. Nope. But that oh. sounds pretty metal. Oh yeah. It's yeah. Like, yeah. Like, but I I saw that clip before I saw the movie. So, but yeah, that's where it starts. And then Doc calls him on the phone, and that's where he brings up like, "Hey, I need you at one fifteen in this parking lot." One fifteen a.m. One fifteen a.m. Okay, we had we, eleven. We said eleven. We were, we were, okay. we were yeah, more well, appropriate for bedtime. Yeah, 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 yeah. You got, got you. Okay, so that's all he told him. Pretty much, yeah. Just, just meet him in the parking lot. 
Yeah. Oh, I thought they totally had to source, like, uranium or plutonium or whatever it was. First. Nah. Nah, he already sourced Doc, that Doc, stuff? Doc already took care of that. Doc already... Dang, Doc just doing everything. All right. Yeah, All right. Okay, so then... Oh, he, um, um, Marty had to bring video... Uh, uh, video his camera. camera. Yeah. Yeah. But that that was a little bit later. Like, Doc called him and said, like, hey, before you before you come, grab your video camera. Okay. Oh, okay. Okay. okay, okay, okay. So, what does he do at school the entire day? Um, that, just gets bullied that day. Um, he he was talking with Jennifer, um, and then there's yeah, the the one eat. there's the one scene where uh, Jennifer and uh, Marty are in front of that clock tower. Dude, okay, know? so the director is not subtle. This movie's about time travel. They're like, hey, uh, so. We want to make sure that they know, even though the movie's called Back to the Future and, you know, the synopsis and probably all the trailers, you know, had to do with time travel. How can we let them know, like, hey, this movie's about time travel. Yeah. Let's just show a lot of clocks on camera before yeah, they yeah, actually yeah. do it. Like, Yeah. Like, yeah. A clock tower's a ruin for me, though, ever since Pretty Little Liars. You know, so many things happened in front of that clock tower. Never again. <laughs> yeah. Do not watch that show, people. Yeah, watch Unless Gossip you go Girl up to f- Season five and a half, that's all you need. Do not watch... The second part of season five or season six. All right. After that disclaimer. <laughs> <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. So they go to a clock tower. Well, yeah, it's a uh, in broad daylight, and a uh, lady with her can of quarters is like shaking it, like save the clock tower because they want to take down the clock tower or they want to oh. do something. And that's the good deed he does at the end of the movie. He gives her money to save the clock tower. Yeah, she, he like he sticks a sticks a little corner in there. Oh. Did you say at the end? It has to be at the end. At the end, the it, clock tower saved, right? Not necessarily. Dang it. Well, so he does it at the beginning? Yeah, at the very okay. beginning, he, he drops it. the corner just to shut her up, pretty much. What a, what a good boy. That's what I would Yeah, but doesn't he come back at the end being. and he's like, yeah, I want to save the clock tower, too. That's not... Dang, this movie really <laughs> don't do anything. <laughs> at least at least. Yo, not don't even movie. watch this movie. At least <laughs> not in this movie. I don't, I don't know. Maybe, maybe... Clock tower disappears. Okay. <laughs> so he meets up with... I just clicked on accident. Okay. He meets up with Doc um, in the parking lot. The parking lot's wet. It's a mall parking lot, right? Yeah. Why was it wet? It's like Why would they choose to do it in a wet parking lot if it's important to have speed? That's what I was questioning whenever we were talking about. Anyways. I don't know, dude. It was wet, though, right? It was like massive. It looked wet, It was shiny. Yeah, it was shiny shiny. as heck. It was a shiny parking lot. So when he shows up, he's like, all right, get out your camera, Johnny boy. And we're gonna, we're gonna. Yeah. He doesn't. He he goes back in time by himself and comes back, right? Like in the parking lot, like with him there. Um, he, not him. He, he they have a dog. Um, oh, he, he has, has a dog the controller. Einstein. Oh yeah, so he has a controller. Yes. He has a dog. There's named a dog. Einstein. Yeah, <laughs> there's a dog. Oh, I forgot about that. Oh my there's god. There's a dog named Einstein. Yeah. Oh, I believe it's Einstein. Yeah. That's so good. Wow. Yeah. So Einstein. What, what kind of dog? I. Is it a corgi? Because that would connect to Cowboy too? Bebop, though. Because the dog name is Ein, and it's this really smart, true. like Einstein. And Einstein. Yeah, so, uh, Doc Brown watches anime. He, he, he straps in Einstein. Was that, an, that anime wasn't out yet, I don't think, actually. No, trust. Trust. Okay. <laughs> yeah, he, he straps up Einstein into the, uh, the DeLorean okay. and sends him one minute into the future. Oh, and then the car just like appears back in the parking lot. Yeah. And it's got the cool flame trail whenever it leaves, right? Yeah, and it's covered in ice. It was it was cold to the touch. But the dog was alive. The dog was alive. Thank goodness. We were yes. about a riot. Yo, if they froze a dog, you also have to delete the movie. Bro, 2020 riot about a 1985 movie yeah. where a dog was not injured at all, but it looked injured. <laughs> so you guys got anything else on the scene? Because okay. this is a pretty, pretty important scene. Um, um, no. Um, yeah, absolutely. Then... Um, they they get the there's there was a watch there was there was a clock in the car right then they put a watch or something in the car yeah so there's a watch in that the car. it was a watch it was um, a clock or something yeah there's a clock yeah so there's th- there's a clock with like th- three different times it's like the time in which you left the time where you want to go something along those like, lines there's yeah. like an objective time or something that shows yeah that, yeah like the present time it's like time. one minute behind right yeah it's like the present time like wherever you're at okay so there's that um oh. Um, I'm taking a picture for this person named Grishma. Love you. Yeah, that's it, actually. That's your shout-out. That's all you get from me. <laughs> Hell yeah. I'll visit you in Virginia one okay. day. It's going to anyway, happen. So what's pretty important about this scene is Doc actually kind of finessed the Libyan army 
Um, <laughs> oh, <I'm so> <laughs> yeah. oh yeah, I totally remember that, dude. We mentioned yeah, so, the Libyan army and yeah, um... so he pretty much was like, "Oh, I'll build a bomb for you. Just give me plutonium." And he he did the old swaparoo swap thing. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. And um, pretty much used that plutonium for the the car, and they eventually catch back up with Doc, and they find him in the parking lot. Okay, okay, and so then they have to leave, right? Well, yeah, they're trying to escape, but the the guy with the gun, which, by the way, 1985 sound effects, pretty terrible. But, so, <laughs> yeah, that's what we assume. Yeah, so, it all sounded like they were made by the mouth. Uh-huh. Yeah, so, <laughs> pew, 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 pew. yeah, so the, the guy's, like, out the like the top of the car, like, trying to gun down everybody. Um, he They eventually do get the doc, and doc pulls out a gun. He's like, oh, I'm going to get you, like, a revolver. But it, it I don't know if it was jammed or didn't have any ammo, but... He was pretty much caught with his pants down, and he got gunned down. Oh, no. Yeah. Wait, so Doc dies? In that moment. Oh, my God. What? <laughs> so, hey, yeah. we definitely did not say that Doc was both packing heat, getting chased <laughs> by the Libyan government, and, and dies. <laughs> we missed that part. Sorry. Sorry, guys. We were a little bit off. Yeah, so, um, and then Marty was just like, 1%. yeah, Marty was just like, how not? So, he gets in the DeLorean and starts, you know, driving away. And by the way, they, they refueled the vehicle with new plutonium. So that's okay. important. Like they, okay. they yeah. have, so these they have like, enough to do another jump. Yeah, so he... he I, I don't think it was intentional whatsoever, but he cranks it up to 88 miles per hour, the iconic 88. Yeah, we got and, that right. Um, he actually ends up in 1955. And because of that... The, the reason because of that was before that, uh, Doc punched in the date, um, November 7th, 1955? November of 1955. And next thing you know, Marty's in that year. Oh my gosh. So, hold up. Okay. So the Doc didn't go back with him. The Doc flippin' dies, and he has to go find young Doc. Yeah. That's what happens. Yep. That's, we were like, we, no, we don't remember Doc in the past at all. We're like, he must have been off on some quest or something. <laughs> so we yeah. said that he was sneaking around like Metal Gear Snake because they didn't have enough plutonium, and he had to go find some more the whole movie. <laughs> so that's why we couldn't remember any Wait, of Wait, he doesn't have plutonium in the past, right? Uh, he does not in the past, no. He has yeah, to, like, he has to find, find it. Right? Well, yeah, well, Which is very easy to do because plutonium just lies around, right? Yeah. Because he just has to find young Doc. That's why Doc wasn't involved in all that. Because Doc literally got shot in front of him, and somehow Marty's not traumatized like a Vietnam War. Definitely was. He was. I'm sure he was running on pure adrenaline in that moment. Oh no! At that Johnny B. Good moment where he's playing the guitar at the show. That is. We're we're jumping around. We're jumping around. All right. All right. So past that introduction. So you know. Obviously, just like we said earlier, Doc was being chased and killed by the Libyan government. Goes back to nineteen fifty. Marty goes back to nineteen fifty-five in a flee for his life, um, and then he's there, and um, he he goes to a diner. He skateboards. I'm just listing things because I have no idea what order any of them have. Yeah, he goes back to the past. Um, What's the first thing he does when he's back in the past? So he realizes. Um, well, he crashes into. A barn? Yes. Okay, I do remember that. Remember yeah, crash, and, then, yeah. and then he hightails out of there. And then he eventually realizes he's out of fuel for his vehicle, so he hides uh-huh. it. Okay. And he Smart. makes it into the town over at that point. Okay. So, so then, so it, from nighttime, now it's daytime. Gotcha. And then from there, he decides he's going to go find young Ducky. And then he finds him. Well, he does eventually, but there's a little bit before that. Okay, that's what happens before that. Uh, so he goes to the diner. You're right about the diner. Okay, that is interesting. And yeah, you know, yeah, he's yeah. just Jay chilling in the diner. Um, he's trying. You go through the phone book trying to find Doc, um, and he eventually gets like something to drink in with no sugar, and <laughs> that stuck out to me. And um, he realizes he's sitting next to his dad, George, because Biff is like hovering over him with his, his squad and they're just bullying him. Like, I told you he had goons. I knew yeah. Biff came in well, and Biff had goons. Well, of course he has goons. goons. No it's bully not... ever doesn't have goons. Yeah, especially in the 50s, bro. Even Spider-Man 1 mm. back in 2000 had goons. Like, true, true. Flash, he had some goons. Oh. <laughs> okay, so then, so Biff's bullying George. Yes. Yeah. Does Marty stand up to him? Not in that moment, no, not really. Do, oh, doesn't he approach George, like, afterwards? Yeah, and then he actually, like, follows him um, 
Oh, he, follow, he follows oh, yeah. him. It's the only link he has to that time period. Fair, fair. Time. That makes sense. That so, makes sense. Um, he eventually tracks down George at uh, night. You know, it's nighttime again. Okay. And he, um, I guess... He's at that I, diner for a minute, yo. Yeah, so he, he... I don't know what the hell George was doing. I think he had binoculars. I think he was being a peeping Tom. I, I'm... That sounds I, I like so. something a McFly would yeah. do. So, so what ended up happening is he's hovering. He's in hovering. He's in a tree. He's got the binoculars. He falls out of the tree. This is a residential neighborhood, and a car's approaching him. And Marty was right there. He's like, "Oh no, George!" Runs up and he pushes George out of the way, and he gets hit by that car. And then that's oh. when the mom appears. Yeah, pretty much. So like, and the mom's like, "Oh, you got hit by a car? I love well, you." It, yeah, it was the uh, uh, the dad, but yeah. Um, so, next thing you know, Marty's in the house. He, he was asleep for nine hours. Or maybe it wasn't nighttime at that time. It become Yeah, so, like, Marty was asleep for about nine hours. So, it was probably daytime during that scene. Maybe, probably not nighttime. Marty wakes up and... Nobody took him to the hospital? No, he did not. Yo, they're just trash humans <laughs> the entire time. Yeah, so, Marty wakes up and he thinks he's he's had a bad dream. Because he... he Thinks his mom's in the room taking care of him. Like, oh, I've had a nightmare. Well, his mom was in the room, just not 1985 Lorraine. It was 1955 Lorraine. Pre pre-alcoholic Lorraine. Yeah. So, um, this is where it starts to get uncomfortable. <laughs> Hell right, and yeah. Then, so there's some uh, there's a little bit of flirting on her end, and he's just like, he's like, this is inverse Oedipus. <sighs> Please. <laughs> Please. And then that. and then and then eventually. They leave, and then the dad's like, "I fancy her," right? And then, and then Marty's like, "I'm a, I'm a, the dad I'm help fancies you smash. the mom, the, the mom," and and Marty's like, "Uh, she can't like me. She has to like you. I'm gonna help you smash, bro." Yeah, pretty pretty much. Like the long and the short of it, that's that's that. Okay. Okay. And then, okay, and then does he ever go to the high school? Oh wait, he's go. There's like a montage of him trying to cool up his dad right and make him yeah there are the multiple scenes. there's there are multiple scenes like that yeah 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 so but yeah marty eventually does find past doc like pretty much warms him up to the idea of trying to get him back and they figure out like oh i can't we can't get plutonium we need to do the lightning strike oh i thought that was in a whole nother movie yeah <laughs> uh, welcome to back to the future when he finds doc isn't doc like super like not here for it at first. Isn't no, he yeah, like, this is a bad idea. Right. No. Well, yeah, well, he, he he didn't believe uh, Marty at first, but then, you know, definitely had no intentions of using plutonium, but then he brings up the lightning strike, and Doc was just like, what does he say? Great Scott! And then, yeah, that's what he Great says. Great Scott! <laughs> yeah, so... Um, I totally forgot that existed. Yeah, so they... Bazoinkles! Yeah, so they pretty much plan for the uh, lightning strike to be what fuels the flux capacitor. Oh yes, I remember the flux, flux capacitor. capacitor. Yes, so, okay, and then, okay, so they're like, "We're gonna do this. It's gonna happen." Marty's like, first, I gotta make sure I still exist in the future when we go yeah. there." Yeah. So, a couple more scenes with the dad, and then, and then the big dance is coming, right? Mm-hmm. And then, so, Lorraine still fancies Marty. Yes, very much. And so. Marty's like, "Okay, logically." I gotta make myself look uncool, and then he goes and does the coolest thing ever by inventing rock and roll. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. This is the coolest thing ever while trying to make her unlike him. And then, and then at the dance, Bip, uh, George finally stands up to Biff, and that's when Lorraine starts liking him. Yeah, so it was in the park. Yeah, yeah, yeah so, damn, so, dude, that was good. Go. Oh, what, what are you? You're high fiving my fist bump. Let's go. <laughs> yeah, so you got the right idea. They were in the parking lot. Biff comes, rolls up. He's just like, "Oh, I'm gonna like take advantage of her, of Lorraine." And um, George comes out of nowhere. <laughs> so, like, so, like, <laughs> I don't know how you said that or whatever. Like, it was just so funny. Like, oh, I'm gonna take advantage of her. That's, that's pretty much. We know all of the predators and bad people in the world. They go like, oh, I'm gonna take advantage of this bank. <laughs> like, skip the, the slick hair back. Rolling, rolling sleeves up. Anyway, um, so the plan was to have Marty look like an asshole essentially. Am I allowed to say that? Yeah, you just okay. did, so it's fine. Uh, <laughs> we'll just mark it explicit. It doesn't matter. Yep. Uh, yes. Yeah, so, um... We're Marty's, very PG yeah, most so, of the time. So Marty's just supposed to look like a dick, pretty much, and George was going to come up 
and be like, yo, stop taking advantage. Yo, that's, that's not 85. <laughs> that's not 55 at all. Uh, hey, so, hey, fellow. Stop taking advantage of this nice young lady. I couldn't think of that. That's, that's pretty much that? what George says verbatim. <laughs> Just like as soon as, when he approaches the car. Oh, I identify so, as a 1955 male. Yeah, so so George rolls up to the car. He, he thinks it's, um, you know, Marty in there. Like, thinks it's an act, but it's actually Biff. So, but George, like, you know, he channels his inner, I don't know, Goku. It just... No way. George gives him a wallop? Yeah. George gives him a wallop. And then Lorraine being, you know, a woman in a movie from 1985 is all over that. She was like, yeah, there we go. She goes, oh my. Wow. What a stud muffin. No. A hubba hubba hunka. Yeah. I'm just going to take this in a different direction for just a second. Can we talk about how many fake outs this movie has? With death? Pretty much. So, like, well, here's what I mean. So, in the dance, uh, there are, there's, like, a few scenes where things are not going, uh, like, things are going according to plan, but then some minor inconvenience pops up and makes you think, oh, no, everything's fucked. And then, next thing you know, Damn. it gets back on track. That's how, you know, that's how some movies be, though. Yeah, it, it was very... Some would say that's how the entire last Star Wars was. <laughs> Slight spoiler, the last Star Wars movie is bad. But, uh... Oh, gotcha, gotcha. <laughs> All right. Add it to the uh, Do Not Watch list. Uh, you definitely should watch it. For the sole fact that it... The action in it? Beautiful action. My eyeballs wanted to pop out of my head. I was just like... <laughs> Nobody can uh, see. Nobody can see what you're doing. You have a, a, a visual seizure. Yeah, a literal okay. seizure. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay, so... He, After, so George swoons... And that's that's pretty much the end of that plot in 55, right? Then they just got to get back. Yeah, yeah. And then Doc to... and Marty run back to the farm, pop up in the DeLorean. No, that's it's hidden farm. somewhere else. Hidden, wherever it's hidden, not on the farm. <laughs> hop up in the DeLorean. Doc's like, tell my future self. I said, some, I feel like he had a message for his future self. A Doc to his future self? Yeah, yeah. Doc to future Doc. Actually, Doc didn't want to screw up the future at all like he didn't want anything to like change so so here, here's something i'll bring up marty really wanted to tell doc hey you're gonna get shot up in in 85 but doc was just like no no don't tell me anything yes. about the okay, future I do remember that. yeah i thought yeah i know that i thought he meant like i thought doc would have been like and tell my future self that well, something that would have been cool but he didn't do that yo yo this movie garbage yeah, no. <laughs> I'm telling you bro we gotta you didn't start do that one cliche come on now we gotta start writing movies yeah Kobe. we're gonna have the most cliche written movie ever you know it yeah so they eventually you know set up everything so that when the lightning strikes he's able to get back to the future and hey, back to the future. Oh, my goodness. And he arrives, like, a couple minutes before Doc is supposed to get shot? Yeah, so originally the plan was send him to the moment he left. Like, whatever that instance was, send him back to that point. But, and Marty being but, a rebellious teenager, huh? Yeah, it was, minutes. like, ten minutes before trying to, you know, warn Doc about what was happening. So, but eventually, you know, when, when Marty did get back to the future, he was a little bit too late, uh... Doc still got shot up, <laughs> and he was able to see everything unfold in that in that instance. You know the oh god, see this is why I don't like time travel. Now now we got pa- past Marty. Uh, We're gonna call him present Marty and past Marty right. is the one that went to the past. Okay, okay, past Marty, yeah, went to the past, and then the Libyan soldiers crashed into like this, I don't know, little structure, and Marty runs up to Doc and he's just like, oh no, Doc got shot up anyway, and. Uh, but they realize, oh, wait, hey, Mar- uh, Doc has a bulletproof vest on. And we're like, wait, what? I thought he didn't he, he didn't know, but I guess... So So Marty wrote a note to him in the past saying, hey, you're, you're going to maybe die. So try to avoid that. Uh, but, you know, Doc, past Doc was just like, no, I don't want to know anything about it. But then I guess he read that note in the past and he took precautions had the bulletproof vest on 
Oh. That's the only thing when somebody's like, don't make sure not to die. He, not that he was about to catch like the Spanish influenza or nothing. <laughs> not to wear like a facial mask or anything. Right, right. Bulletproof vest. Yeah, <laughs> not to pull in full on riot gear with the riot shield and everything. Not a, just a vest. Yeah, just a vest. Yeah. yeah. The headshot I mean, still would have done it him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely so. would have been. Or like even it's, a clavicle shot. Like it would just yeah. been over. Yeah. Yeah. So. Oh, okay. Okay. So that's how, that's how it ends? Pretty much, yeah. Oh, okay. Well, how do they tease the next movie? Well, it's, yeah. So I'll get. To <laughs> how do they spoiler bait us? I mean, that yeah. sequel bait. So what's really interesting is you know Marty goes back. President Marty goes back to his house. You know he sleeps and wakes up and he realizes like his life has changed. Like his his family members are different. His mom Lorraine, she's thinner. She's a lot. You know. Okay, she's, okay, better. Okay, she's better because she's not fat anymore. Oh, yeah. And not an alcoholic. Nineteen eighty-five. Yes. Yeah. And then and then George is a lot more confident and. Biff actually becomes, like, Biff uh, pretty much becomes a submissive person. Hey. And he's waxing their cars, so. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, yeah that was so, pretty, that was so pretty, it was like, heh. How they spoil, or not spoil, how they, uh. Sequel bait. Yeah, how they sequel bait. Uh, Doc comes out of nowhere with, so this is funny. So he went to the year 2015 and he comes out of the DeLorean with these shades on. You can't see his eyes at all. Like, I don't know how he's able to see. He has a clear tie. It's like down. That's like golden. Whatever goes down to his legs, and he's like, "We gotta go back to the future. Your kids are in danger." And I don't know what Marty's thinking. He's with Jennifer too. Jennifer's like, "What the fuck's going on?" He's so, like, "We'll explain in the car." Yeah, we'll explain in the car. Get in the okay, car. Because she, because Jennifer goes to the future with them, right? Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Okay, yeah. He has. This is the first time he's seen any Back to the Future. So he hasn't seen the second one. Yeah, I've not seen it. Well, the second one's that, pretty good. We, one, we should watch that. The one. second one is the one that we're actually no. I think I probably remember more about Back to the Future one. Mainly because we were just talking about it, and I was like, but, yeah. well, I remember some scenes we kinda, like, popping talked out about it. Because, okay, yeah. I have to say, at the beginning of this, we were, like, almost hopelessly, like, we remembered, like, three plot points, and we literally just talked this all out together and figured it out. Cause... Yeah, we got, like, we got, okay, I'll say pretty decent. We forgot some this key details one of our, in there. This is one of our better episodes. Mainly that Doc died. Okay, that's a huge that was a, plot point. Yeah. That was a big we forgot that. But we knew he was hardly involved in the past. All the viewers at home were screaming at us when we said Doc went back with it. So we 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 knew that that he wasn't involved at all in the past, and we knew that you know we we knew that the dad had to be coolified mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. had to become more yeah we got a lot sultry. Were there any other sequel bait scenes after the he drove up and he's like we gotta go save that's the landing right yeah pretty much but like there's this really sick scene where um, I think Marty goes. Like we don't have enough room to be able to, to make it to eighty five and or to eighty eight miles per hour, and then uh, Doc goes, "Oh, we don't need we don't where we're going. We don't need any roads." Oh, and then he flies up. He and flies then, up. I told you. <laughs> I remember it was so iconic. He yeah, goes, that was so cool. Was, yeah, we were talking about this earlier. Was that the scene that you were talking about? Mate. Oh no! Yeah, I was oh, talking. Okay. I was talking about when his mom falls for him. Oh yeah, <laughs> that was like what most, like a lot of people remember. Thanks for letting me figure that out for myself. You're welcome. Uh, I didn't want to let you know going in that it was gonna be weird like God, that. That yeah, that was weird. All right, all right. I think we're wrapping this up now. Um, so um, huge shout out and thank you to my boy Conky Dong over here um for lending us his expertise. Yeah, um, great guy, great guy. Um and and uh, we don't have a camera but uh see you see you guys well, in the next one. Before we go, before we go, quick little shout out to a guy named Hunter. He just messaged me and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna listen to your two episodes when I'm on the plane going to Vegas later tonight." So, Hunter, hey, you tell your friends if you get to this point. This is a longer episode. So if you get to this point, you you, you would you were real you were real podling. I think it's actually like one minute less than the last episode, but you know we roll with it. You're Not if we keep talking. <laughs> yeah. All right, podlings. Um, See you yeah. guys in the in the next one. And when we go back to no, let me turn now. Bye bye.